I think the new model, and certainly for the younger generation is, you can be a go-getter. We never want you to take your focus off being a go-getter. You have to be a go-getter to unlock resources to be a go-giver, but you now have to elevate your go-giver agenda on top of that. And I think you put those two together, it's the most effective, powerful form of leadership that a leader can take on and a company can take on. If you were developing a culture of go-getters and go-givers, the sky's the limit. Hi, I'm Tori Reed, the executive producer for Getting Deals Done. Getting Deals Done is about one of three dynamic intentions. Number one, the success mindset, which is about the visionary doer as well as the dream catcher. Number two, systems, what it takes to get deals done in the world. And number three, power, how big things are done in the world. Getting Deals Done is about impacting humanity one deal at a time. Our shows are produced for the busy executive in under 20 minutes with voiceovers that aim to clarify, inspire, and raise your collective business IQ. We hope the show will leave you supercharged with capital energy, focused with purpose, and ready to do your very best by being your best. Welcome to Getting Deals Done with Patrick Howell, my partner and a tenured financier, as well as someone who knows a thing or two about getting the deal done. This is part two of a two-part series where we rejoin PepsiCo's North American president, Derek Lewis, and guest host, Tori Reed, on the campus of Hampton University at a Hallmark homecoming. In this show, we're going to continue to consider the role of the Fortune 500 company in community matters of diversity, inclusion, and social responsibility. Just what does all that jargon mean anyhow? These buzzwords might be a lot of hot air if it were not for their enactment by PepsiCo. Pepsi affects change so that consumers are materially enabled within their communities, culturally and financially. What Derek Lewis, president of Multicultural Equity and Development, does so well is apply a razor-sharp business acumen, tireless work ethos, visionary moxie, bottom-line business metric. He embodies corporate consciousness. He generates and deploys corporate profits to communities in a manner that ennobles all. Let's jump back into the spirit of homecoming and business metaphysics of social responsibility by these two proud HBCU grads. I always remain dissatisfied mm-hmm. in, a, in a bit of a healthy way, not, not, in, not a way of not um, accepting or celebrating the progress, but knowing that there's so much more work to go do. So I never want to take my eye off right. the next thing. And I want, to, I want to be able to stay focused on keep delivering, keep delivering, keep delivering, keep delivering. Because there's so much more to go do. Yes. And if we create a new business model that will change the way things get done across the landscape, that that's a legacy that I feel really, really good about, right? And one day looking back going, hey, you know what? The model we put in place now is a model that's being replicated across the industries and across a lot of businesses. And now it's creating more access for students that go to here. And, you know, all everybody's number is going to go through the roof as they look over time, 5, 10, 15 years from now. Yes. HBCUs are represented in a much different way. Um, inside of organizations, not only at the campus level, but in the C-suite and hopefully at the chief executive officer position. Because right now our numbers are very, very low. Out of the Fortune 500, I think we have six or seven mm-hmm. African-Americans running companies, right? That's not where we should be in 2022. We should be a lot further ahead. So I think the work that we're doing can help create more and more traction, help build that out. Kind of piggybacking on that, do you ever question the efficiency of how things are set up and the model? 
I mean, we're still evaluating a lot of that because uh, mm -hmm. it's still a new model. Right. I know that when I was running the South, the mm -hmm. efficiencies were very, very strong because our numbers in brand preference, brand awareness, within side of our pocket, our ge geographical pocket, those scores were higher than the scores they were nationally. If you look at our recruitment and our representation, our retention, they were higher than the scores were nationally. If you look at our spending with the black supplier community, our numbers were much higher than the company. If you look at our community outreach, again, our impact and our effort and our dollars spent and the causes that we were able to affect were much higher than. So yeah, it, it, that's what actually allowed us to get to developing this model now across North America is what we were able to do in a geographical sense. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing. You can, you can measure this. This is measurable. It is, it's real. When you put a consumer lens, a people lens, uh, a business lens, I call it like terms of supplier and customer partnership or partnership, and then a community lens to it, you can measure those things. Those are all measurable things. And so once you make this part of the business agenda and part of business strategy, not something separate from that, mm -hmm. it's the gift that keeps on giving. If you take this approach, take this work and make it outside of the business model, and it's something that people have to spend extra time on or pay attention to in a different way, yeah. it's gonna get diluted and never really get the full attention. We made it part of our day to day. It was it was way, a way of life. It wasn't something that was forced that you had to think about an extra line item on your performance review, something that you spent 15 minutes on in a in a three or four hour meeting. It was it was very much intertwined amongst everything that you were doing. Yes. And so therefore, it's part of your business. It's the same lens that we look at everything on. And I think that made the difference. Derek is a community development president with a keen eye to the bottom line, building, enhancing, and inspiring the brightest, boldest possible future. His keen focus emboldens communities like the ones he grew up in DC and attended university in Hampton, Virginia. Really, his way of doing business thinking is comprehensive. How shall one say, in the black? Bottom line, do business the right way. Now, how is progress measured? And that's what we want to install right now is this mindset that this is this is good for business. It's also good for our communities, our society, but it's good for business. It's going to help drive your P&L, your top line and your bottom line. Now, by the way, diversity is one thing that actually everybody has in common. This is not a thing where this is just black people spend time with black people, and Hispanic people spend time with Hispanic people, and women spend time with women. This is everybody uniting. And the one thing I always say is that if everybody recognizes that you bring something unique to the table, no matter who you are, it will create unparalleled levels of teamwork and unity. And now we're all on the same page. And now we know what we know. That, in my mind, is what the legacy needs to drive. Everybody, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, you all recognize that we all bring something unique. We all can contribute together on something that is looking forward for the benefit of the business and for the, for the marketplace. And once we all get to that point, it's lights out. Like it's lights out. It's not even going to be uh, anything that it'll, it'll be the model that gets replicated everywhere. And that's really what I'm striving for, because you can't have this exclusionary thing. You can't have people feel like they don't know what's going on. They're not on the inside. Yes. Everybody has to be on the inside. Everybody has to be in the room. Everybody has to be in the conversation. If not, you're not going to make that real amount of progress. Mm -hmm. So everybody's at the table. You're educating people who don't have comfort at this. Educate them, bring them, make them comfortable with it, bring them involved, get them engaged show them the benefits that this actually makes you a better leader. 
And I think for the new, the next generation, the younger generation, they're already there from a mindset around in- inclusivity. I think it's going to be different. So leadership now needs to adapt to that generation, knowing that they're they're going to hold leaders much more accountable around operating with purpose than ever before. So I think as a leader, you got to do an inventory on, am I operating with purpose? If I, I say, am I just a go-getter or am I a go-getter and a go-giver? I think Mm, this go-getter, go-giver is a new model. Yes. And I try to teach people, you can be both. You don't have to be one or the other. Some people look at, well, you're just a go-giver. You're just out there spending money, trying to make the good things happen. That's fine. But are you, are you driving the results? Right. And if people get the results are like, I'm just focused on getting results and that's going to move my career forward. I think the new model and certainly for the younger generation is you could be a go-getter. We never want you to take a focus off being a go-getter. You have to be a go-getter to unlock resources to be a go-giver. But you now have to elevate your go-giver agenda on top of that. And I think you put those two together, it's the most effective, powerful form of leadership that a leader can take on and a company can take on. If you were developing a culture of go-getters and go-givers, the sky's the limit. Do you aspire to be a successful Fortune 500 company? Listen to how Derek Lewis puts it. Go-getter, go-giver. Then he says, elevate the go-getter. That is the most powerful form of leadership, leading to success and significance. Now pay attention. There's also authenticity and boldness. This is holistic entrepreneurship, rich and rooted and priceless. What would you tell Fortune 500 companies in a way that they can be successful working in the community? And you just said it, being a go-getter. And, and a go-giver. go-giver. It's okay to be both. Train your people yeah. to be both. Yeah. Teach your people on togetherness, mm-hmm. being uni- unified. Teach your people that they can be authentic. They can be bold. They can be very committed to what they're believing in, what they want to do. Yes. Right? And then at the, at the end of the day, I need the results. I need, I need, I call it success. And now I also care about, I call it significance. I want both. I want you to deliver both. And that to me is going to make the best, that's going to bring your whole self to work. That's going to give us the best uh, uh, culture. And that's going to give us the best traction for a business or for an organization to be healthy, not only in the short term, but the long term. How would you define success? Success is when you go look at Company to company to company are the representation of, let's go across the pillars. Are you creating the right messaging for the brands that you have with the consumers? And are you operating, are those brands operating with purpose, right? So when brands have messaging just not only consumption, are they also signaling that I care about you as a person as well? So for that consumption moment and loyalty, I'm also gonna make sure you understand I'm behind you as a person, what you wanna do. So I think those moments for corporation brands have to have to signal in their advertising and marketing. I think you get to people, uh, your representation should look like the market you operate in. If you don't look like the market or exceed the market, you're not hitting, you're not hitting the mark, right? Period. Yes. There's no other way to call it. It's, it's, it's win or lose. It's not, I'm doing okay, I'm, I'm making progress. It's win or lose. Yes. And I think retention, you know, holding on to people because you, they see that you believe in what the culture is all about, the culture moving forward. So I think that goes in line. On, I call it uh, business and supplier. Are you increasing your participation with people who are smaller in nature, who are historically excluded from getting big company contracts, are you starting to embrace and curate those smaller individuals to help them get scale, help them become bigger, help them survive, but help them also become bigger. 
What's your responsibility now? What's your scorecard look like? Is your spending going up? Are your number of partnerships going up? Are they flat or are they going down? I think there's a way to measure that uh, accurately. And I think from a community standpoint, you know, how much relief and support are you providing to the community? Um, day in and day out and show us your ability to go drive meaningful change inside a community based on the voice of that community, not just based on what you think needs to happen, but really listening to that voice of that community. And you can go and say, once we got involved, these things actually changed. The rates of certain things improved, uh, declined, whatever way you wanna look at it from a positive standpoint. I think companies need to develop scorecards now that should be able to tell that story. We're that company that's looking at that. We have a, we, I, I think are on our way of doing that. We do that certainly now with the REJ. We feel good about the progress we're making. There's so much more to go do though. Success is messaging for the brands. Are the brands we patronize operating with purpose? Does the company whose products and services we use look like us? Their C-level executives and board of directors. The marketing communities from which they are serving and deriving historic profits. How much relief and support is being provided in our communities by the Fortune 500 company? And the Akan tribes of Ghana Sankofa means it is not too taboo to fetch what is at risk of being left behind. Sankofa is symbolized by a bird twisting its beak behind itself in order to bring forth an egg from its back. Translated, Sankofa means go back and get it. So success in my mind is the bar is always moving. Yes. It's not a thing where we got to where we got to. So now, okay, whew, man, we're good. You know, no, right. there's no, there's no, there's no sigh of relief. Right. The, the consumer landscape is changing. America's changing. And so it's my mind is that how do you continue to stay ahead of the curve? How do you innovate? How do you differentiate yourself? How do you put real sustainable change, accountability, and a culture that focuses on that success? Um, just as much as it focuses on success of the top line, the bottom line. That's what that's what I think the end game is. Y'all are doing so many incredible things and they're so needed. And under your leadership, I can't wait to see how this is going to continue to evolve. It's going to keep cranking. We're going to keep working hard. My team is, uh, is wonderful. Uh, you know, they're they're grinding and uh, we're out every day just trying to go affect positive change, you know, inside and outside. So the work is continuous, but we're, we're excited about the work. We're having fun doing the work. It's actually fun work. It's not like it's yeah, like a grind. It's a grind, but it's not yes. like it's like, oh my God, it, you know, it's not creating anxiety. It's creating, it's creating optimism. It's creating confidence. It's creating excitement. We can go get people to go believe in this, you know? So that's what we're, I think we're all about. Well, thank you for taking the time. No, we are at homecoming We're at homecoming. We got to go party now, yeah, man. Yeah, we got to party. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. A native son of Washington, D.C., Derek understands the role of Hampton University as a very successful HBCU graduate. As a tenured executive, he brings his success around to bear in a concentric circle to the opportunity that allowed him to enjoy such significance and success and happiness in our American system. The American dream, when perfected, is for all to enjoy. 2020 was a year of social unrest where the spirits of Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, George Floyd, Black Lives Matter marches brought the world's consciousness to its highest frequency. Their sacrifice and the oversight of a system brought an opportunity to which many corporations brought their best. As Derek Lewis exemplifies by his spirit, 
It is important that we don't rest on our laurels, especially as we continue to make strides and make progress, that we keep on rolling up our sleeves and doing the work. Frederick Douglass said power never conceded anything without a demand. The great competitor Kobe Bryant said, rest at the end, not in the middle. Or, as Derek has noted, the bar is not set, we just set it higher and higher. So in 2022, we continue to give momentum to the difficult moment of sacrifice. We embrace the struggle as generations before so that the next generation will see we were wise, visionary, and tough. Yes, optimism and hope. So, go give her, go get them, go get it. Get it, get it, get it. Mr. Derek Lewis. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Getting Deals Done. Each show is engineered as meditation on success by the same team that has brought you success meditations on the art of life, as well as being your very best self with our flagship program, Here's to Life with Tori Reed. The Hilton Sacramento Arden West in Sacramento, California, is committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivery of a clean stay from check-in to check-out. Located a couple of exits from downtown Sacramento and California's capital, our hotel provides a world-class stay, amenities, and rooms at the center of the California experience. California is a world-class economy with visionaries, doers, and dream catchers at its heart. Our mission, as with Here's to Life and Getting Deals Done, is the highest possible expression of excellence, business moxie, humanity, and client care. As the world moves at a fast and sometimes hectic pace, we will provide you with a peace of mind. The Hilton Sacramento Art and West is here to make your experience a better one. We look forward to receiving you. I am Ginger Levert, Director of Sales and Marketing at the Hilton Sacramento Art and West. Our focus is on the customer experience and a pristine excellence. When you travel to Sacramento, stay with us and I guarantee your peace of mind. We look forward to bringing you another dynamic offering globally every two weeks. Be sure to join us for our virtual mastermind forum. And remember, prosperity is a state of being, not a ledger line on your bank account.